with By your powers combined. combined. I am a new Loading Ready Run podcast. Nice try, Loading Ready Rats! This is the Loading Ready Run.com podcast for March 8th, 2009. Graham's not here, pretty much falls apart immediately. It does. It's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. I like giving him something fun to listen to, though, on the ferry ride back. Yeah. Mm. We should all tell our favorite Graham stories. Mm. Okay. My yeah. uh, favorite Graham stories when he, you know. This one time, I woke up, and I was sweating, and Graham was standing over me <laughs> with a butcher knife, and it was weird. And then you realized it wasn't sweat. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. I realized it was blood, and he had amputated blood. My head. That wasn't where I was going. I, yeah. <laughs> hey, honestly, and his dick was out. Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, sit. whoa! <laughs> Wait, that was my dream. Why? Why do you always go there? <laughs> Man, Man, you, the you gay sex. You should, you should tell the story. Dick out doesn't mean gay sex. Jesus. It does when he's standing over James. Okay, this got way. He just okay. he just eroticizes the murder of people. Okay, so so obsessed. That was, that was last week's video. Bring, <laughs> we need to bring it down. People. All right, all right. So this week's video is Commodore Hustle, episode right. six. Are we Viral. actually recording? Yeah, of course we are. Oh, we've been recording for some time now. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah. Awkward Wait, you didn't think we've been recording all this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dumb that I didn't hit the record button. All right. You may want to start that intro again. No. No, that, that's, that's a great fun. intro. I'm sure I could cut something out of all that. Uh, yeah, so this video, the actual, the beginning part of this video, um, and it's probably kind of obvious, but the, the first part, the whole Borington bit, uh, was actually written as an independent video way before we actually were doing Commodore Hustle. So uh, I had this like, idea. that it was, it was, the, the actual original name for that first bit was The Process Version 2. Because <laughs> right. you know we already have the process as a video. I think it's probably still up there. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I think I it was season yeah, one. Yeah. Really? Or yeah. season one or two for sure. There's a Johnny Lunchbox script. Yes, it, it, it was season one because it, the process is followed by Pwned. Yeah, that's right. And then the aftermath, which are all season one. Yeah. So mm. yeah. Unfortunate. Well, <laughs> anyway, it is. A, it's sort of. It's just the the whole idea of you know the loading ready runs process obviously it's something that uh you know is something we think about a lot and especially since we've been doing like the we did godcon we did kcon and stuff uh this sort of idea uh, of you know us being a superhero group coming uh, up with uh full disclosure the bit at the con this is the second time we filmed it yeah that's a that, oh yeah okay so <laughs> th- this was originally written that's actually a good way to like put where where this was written uh, this was actually written a couple months before last year's, like, the 2008 <laughs> KCON. Uh, so this is probably written in 2007, even. Um, and so we shot the bit uh, basically doing the same thing with everyone staring at us, uh, except it was last year's KCON, and so we all looked different. Uh, I had a beard, and Graham didn't have a beard, and various other things were different. Uh, and so, uh, and so you know, when, when we went to actually put it into the uh, Commodore Hustle, we were like, yeah, we're, we should probably shoot that again. <laughs> also, also, 2008 KCON, um, we didn't have any chairs. Mm. Everybody in the audience was just sitting on the floor. It was a little bit weird. Uh, so, yeah, so we uh, we finally got a chance to do that, which I... It, the funny thing is, we actually shot Kathleen as well. We, we shot Kathleen's in the sky talking to us bits. Uh, we, uh, we shot those 
long, long time ago as well on the green screen. Uh, but then, of course, Kathleen, you know, like everybody, Kathleen has changed too. And we lost that footage, and so we just shot that again. So we shot, like, half of this video already, and then we just had to reshoot it. Needless to say, when the DVD Covenant comes Hustle. out, there yeah. will be a lot of oh, interesting yeah. footage for you to watch from If we can video. find it, yeah. Huh. I had totally sort forgotten of like that we filmed this already. Yeah. Green Noon-style thing with it, and just put up some random stuff. As well, a, yeah. yeah. It might be hard to... It's just hard finding that footage. Might be a little, I think it was, like, on the tail end of some other show, yeah. shoot, so... I, I, I seem to remember filming the Kathleen stuff. It was you, me, Graham, and Kathleen in the office. At yeah, some we shot point. it on the green screen. And but it was just some sort of random at the end of the day after doing a whole bunch of other stuff. So yeah, yeah, because well, because we kept trying to remember to shoot it, and then Kathleen would be in Vancouver, and then Graham would go over with the camera with the idea of shooting it, and then he'd forget, and then she'd come here, and we'd forget. <laughs> so we finally people. finally got it. So, uh, but yeah, so I was really happy. Like when we started doing Commodore Hustle. Um, you know, we are this sort of idea that we weren't going to be doing the uh, us as us sketches as much or at all uh, because that sort of goes into Commodore Hustle and it's weird to have us as us continuity outside of Commodore Hustle. It sort of messes with it. So I was sort of thinking that maybe we'd never get a chance to do this video, which made me sad because I liked it a lot and it was silly. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, it worked out really well to actually just put it as like the longest intro bit ever uh <laughs> before, hilarious long, yeah longest before the credits thing yeah. but uh yeah i i'm i'm really happy with how it turned out and uh i'm uh yeah i'm pretty normally when i write scripts i don't actually like cast everybody necessarily but i'm pretty happy with uh you know jared was always gonna gonna have to be borington and uh, I'm pretty happy. My problem with Boynton, he wasn't boring enough in his delivery. <laughs> right? He was that's, too entertaining. That's the enjoying. The, I actually watched an episode of Captain Planet, like to prepare for this, to, like, to write this. I was like, you know, I hate how all the polluters in Captain Planet were always recycling shit and <laughs> you know being generally not bad for the environment. It's man, uh, you know, like I remember Captain Planet from when I was a kid. But uh, I was watching it again on, like, YouTube, and it's great. It has, oh, has all that, like, you know, the, the Pluter guys are always some, uh, uh, you know, their names are always, like, a pun. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And so it's bad. The thing that I remember about Captain Planet the most is there was this his, toy... There was a mighty toy, mullet? The, 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 <laughs> Captain <laughs> Mullet. That was a fucking his mullet. mullet. Is seared into my brain for the rest of eternity. But, um, no, there was a toy commercial for a Captain Planet toy, like, late in the lifespan, and, uh, it was one of those, like, action figures that if you got it wet, it would, like, change color, you know, would, like, create, like, injury damage on it, and so... Final damage! Yeah, exactly, so, you, like, he would spray it with water, and the, in the in the commercial they go, he's changing color and losing power! And that has stuck with me <laughs> throughout the ages, to the point, like, I still quote it. Occasionally, out of, like out of context, like we, my friends and I would quote it when playing video games because you know, like you'd be playing Ninja Turtles three and you'd fight the bosses for a while. They start flashing and they just sort of turn beige because they'd be flashing so much. Well, yeah. Like yeah, and yeah, yeah. and so we'd go, he's changing color and losing power, and it's just stuck <laughs> with us for so long that it it no longer has has any sort of uh, clout context in reality. That reminds me of Dino Damage with uh, the Jurassic Park. Yeah, films. look for the JP Mark. Oh yeah, Dino Damage. The, uh, Dino Damage. I always remember look being impressed, <laughs> being impressed with the uh, like the Jurassic Park dinosaur toys. 
but the ones that were like dino damaged and had like had a piece taken out of them, they had a little piece of skin that you yeah. could pull out. And you'd see ribs. But, and, and you could see like oh, ribs and flesh underneath them. <laughs> except that those were on the out like at an accessible point on the dinosaur in the store, so any time you go to a store, they would all be stolen, and you just have a dinosaur without that little patch, yes. and you can pull out. That's pretty hard. I, that's because you can try them in the like store. My, my friend Mike and I actually had most of the the action figures. Like we, we had a few of the dinosaurs. We had all the people for some reason, which seems stupid for Jurassic Park. And I had <laughs> like the, that's really what people were going for. I had the Newman one. Newman, um, <laughs> except, except for like he was he had like an action figure physique, which never what? made sense to me. Like it, <laughs> nothing like Newman. You get Jeff Goldblum explaining chaos action. <laughs> he like has like a, you push a button on his back and he points to a blackboard. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, Digression on action figures. <laughs> uh, Just like that Riker figurine that you had that we used to abuse. Oh, Morgan, wait, do you remember that? Abuse how exactly? Yeah, <laughs> you don't want to know about that. <laughs> Morgan had this Riker action figure that we would like drop out the window with right. rocks attached to it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but again, he was like cut. He oh, you Riker, know? Riker was pretty buff. Uh, uh, Riker was mostly flabby, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Later on, he, he was flabby. But he yeah, was now that he just walks around in moo-moos all the time. <laughs> uh, season 6 and Season 7, he had he was building a paunch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they still managed to hide it fairly well, but he uh, he was starting he wore, to build he, a paunch. He wore like a corset under the uniform. <laughs> okay, uh, so verbal. the rest of this video, the, the post-credits part, which nobody really cares about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The actual I, video Can I go back video. to Boringdon for just a second? Oh, that okay. monocle thing oh, yeah. was the worst thing in the universe. No way. Yes. No way. Awesome. You, awesome. you must have really small eyes or something. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Everyone else can seemingly wear it. Yeah. Just fine. But it doesn't stay for me. I have yet to try Especially it. with the amount that uh, my head was moving it's around. too big for me. Nope, there we go. Yeah. Well, no, the wow, you look awesome <laughs> with that! Holy crap! Everybody looks better with You couldn't really see it in the video, like, but it was literally get... duct taped to the side of my head, and it actually falls Someone off. Someone take like a picture of that and then back. pass it over. It kind of, it's amazing how well it actually works, though. Like, yeah. it's, uh, it, you know, it, obviously, it obviously has an arm on it, but... It still totally works. Uh, yeah, that can be the, the podcast art. Let's see. So, um, the post... <laughs> the, the post intro bit was actually, um, obviously written, written by Maybe Graham, mostly. Uh, it, it takes a second to figure out how to wedge it in, but once really? you do, it's fine. You just gotta brace it against your cheek. I like it because it pushes your eyebrow up. Yeah, yeah. this is terrible. We should anyway, continue. Yeah, yeah. Take a picture. This makes so, great radio. Are you kidding? Yeah. Yes. No, and people it just stays in. People yeah, trying you don't even have to try and keep it. Yeah. in. like it's just comfortable. Yeah, Jared's just monocally challenged. Yeah, apparently. Uh, anyway, um, so I don't actually have too many insights <laughs> onto the rest of this video. Uh, uh, it was it, uh, Graham. Graham wrote most of it. And no, after. Yeah. Fucking uh, James wrote his bit, didn't he? Or? Uh, was, okay, so the... It was a very long shooting day. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the, um, the, the long shooting days no. in general. The Starcraft, that Saturday and then the... Yeah, the way in for StarCraft and Diablo 3 was uh, my idea. And originally it was going to be a whole video, but I just couldn't seem to figure out how to flush out an entire video for it. Yeah. Um, it was going to be more of an of intervention kind of video with everybody coming in and not just Graham sort of 
quoting StarCraft quotes to get me back on the, the side of Lur. But, um, There's going to be an intervention. Like, yeah. you know, we had to save him. Yeah, exactly. So that stuff. was all pretty much my thought. Most of it written by Graham, except for the explaining the bathroom thing was written by me. Uh, except for the William Shatner line, which was fantastic. I love the... Uh the use of the bottle like the bottle sort of just showed up <laughs> yeah. as we were shooting but the bit where Adam pulls up the bottle oh it's so good <laughs> it's so yeah. subtle because it's just like what was he doing and uh, yeah it's just and uh, like, here you go yeah, it's it's like, little little stuff that's obviously um, that wasn't a mall that was uh, that was the sub the sub of the UVic because it was a location where we could we tried to film with them all. Yeah, yeah well, it's a location where we could set up camp without people getting mad at us yeah, yeah. the uh, as should be unbelievably well-known to everyone listening right now. We're not very good at planning things in advance, and we're all giant pussies. So uh, when it came to actually shoot that scene, we all went to Hillside Mall, but uh, none of us had the stones to actually approach mall security. No. Or uh, uh, That's not how <laughs> that's I remember. That's not quite true. I remember arriving and being told, we're not shooting here. Okay, well, yeah. that, that said, the decision had pretty much already been made by the time half of people Several got people there. Several people were more than ready to go approach that, this. Uh, we ultimately just decided against it, but uh, we, we didn't approach mall security or the, the mall staff, See, mostly because what we had figured at that point was that even if we did... They would be like, oh, well, I'll have to get that approved by somebody. We'll get back to you in six to eight weeks. Um, and uh, sub just not better that. It yeah, was too, I mean, yeah. The sub was quieter. There wasn't as yeah. much foot traffic. We wouldn't have to worry about people ruining their shots, yeah. generally speaking, right? Like, that's the thing I love about filming up at UVic, is that most often people see us shooting, assume we're students. Yeah. All we're doing is a... school, and they don't fuck with us. Yeah. yeah. Like, people will wait until we're done shooting. Like, yeah. they will... Uh, divert their roots to yeah. go the long way to avoid ruining our shot which is something I love about going up to you Vic yeah. but uh, we, we probably could have shot it at the mall if we had uh, like at an actual mall if we had either planned in advance and asked for permission a couple of days ahead of time and gotten approval to do it or had just decided to bite the bullet and do it really fast but given how long the shoot took it was just way more yeah, yeah. yeah. if all of us had nailed our lines instantly it still yeah. would have been a fairly long yeah. Yeah. You, don't want, you don't want to rush these things yeah, yeah. yeah. the uh, I'm just trying to think what else there was there was the the bits in the office which were just bits in the office for the most part the, the end line with Matt's hair was unplanned was, yeah it was completely unplanned because it just sort of came up that yeah. Matt's hair was Matt, soft. Matt's hair is soft and then everyone just went and for it. And then everybody just went for it. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the section with us filming the Warriors of Darkness stuff uh, was uh, at the end of the day, end of a very, very long day. Um, and that was, that was again, our... On our, Saturday. Our, uh, On Saturday. Our patented going into random buildings around... Yeah, Saturday was, think, like, yeah. all day. And, yeah. like, we... We got there with the Warriors of Darkness stuff, which was great, except for we didn't bring any weapons with us, which is why in the bit where we're actually the Warriors of Darkness attacking the vending machine, I am purposely positioned behind uh, Paul and Ben such that you cannot see me because my costume is pretty much half weapons. <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of... Uh, Shut the bed. Yeah, we kind of messed up on... We, we missed a lot of that. We missed a bunch of the warrior's costumes. Yeah. And we're doubting there is the giant ridiculous beard, so that kind of makes up for yeah. it. Yeah, the yeah. ridiculous beard sells that whole scene. Yeah. 
Uh, the other obvious big thing about this, and I know Graham was kind of so. Graham's not here, by the way. I don't know. We, we've we've yeah. missed that. We never actually specifically said he was. If he well, hadn't said anything, no one would have noticed. <laughs> yeah. Really? You yeah, he never so? talked in these things. He was very uh, keen. He's a very on the quiet idea. dude. Yeah. No, we should have just said he's very quiet today. Yeah. <laughs> he's very keen on the idea of talking about the viral videos. So, if he gets off his lazy keen. ass. And actually record something. I'll call. I'll call him later and see if he wants to do it. Uh, we'll put it in right here. Live via tape delay from Kathleen's house in Burnaby. It's the G Cast. I already have theme music. It's not the same unless it has loading ready run music in it. I guess you're right. So myself and Kathleen, of course, are in Vancouver this weekend. But we couldn't not chime in a little bit on Commodore Hustle, Episode 6, because it was quite an undertaking. Um, it's the longest one we've done so far, due in no small part to the pre-title sequence, which I'm sure uh, Paul probably already talked about or will talk about. But that was a standalone video that he'd written some time ago uh, for a video about the process of making Loading Ready Run videos, which ends with... It was originally supposed to end with us addressing the crowd at KCON or at some sort of panel. And we even shot a bit for that last year at last year's KCON. Except it was sort of weird because the room we were in didn't have chairs. Yeah. So everyone was sitting on the floor. It was awkward. It was sort of strange. And then we never ended up shooting the rest of the video. We even actually, we, not only did we shoot that, we even shot the, your floating head part. Oh yeah, we did. But... I have no idea where where that footage is. You know what? Now is. that I have short hair, the floating head part was, works way better. Yeah, it is, and the green screening we did for that is uh, is, is way better now. Yeah, it's way better because we uh, we shot her against the the big green screen in the moon base, with then our old green screen fabric, just up to her neck, and it worked better than I thought it would. To be perfectly honest. Oh yeah, I totally look like Holly. It was great. Yeah. Um, I think the the real process behind why it takes so why loading ready or work why these Commodore hustles keep getting longer is the writing process behind them is is Graham writes something like Graham wrote this episode basically and then I sort of read over it and went okay let's add like this joke and a joke here and a joke here and do a bit of that and do, do a bit of this and then everybody else then reads over it and says oh this would be something really funny I would say <laughs> so you know between Graham writing and it goes from like you know 13 pages to like 17 pages yeah in this now in this particular case there's actually a lot more you know like everyone has always contributed to every episode in this case there's a definitely a lot more uh spread around like i said the entire pre-title sequence is basically taken right from the script that paul wrote like a year and a half ago um i ended up shortening it a bit because i was like boy this is long um but i didn't didn't re there was so much gold in there that i really couldn't couldn't take much out um and uh, James, the, uh, James and Adam waiting outside for Diablo and StarCraft. That was James's idea. And he'd actually written a bunch of stuff for it. And then his hard drive screwed up or something and he didn't, he didn't have it. So he gave me a rundown of basically I was imagining a scene like this and a scene like this and with some conversation bits in there. So a lot of the dialogue in the, uh, in the scene with um, James and Adam is James's, uh, actually, um, which, is, which is nice. And... Um, and of course, everyone always uh, tweaks their own lines to be sort of how they would say it and everything, which is We fun. always add lines at the very last second. Like, I mean, I can't, uh, I know when it's like, we need to go viral. And the line, but Morgan's not here, was added, you know, during the shoot, right? Yeah. 
the that um, thing. That's the uh, that's the only one I can think of because that's one I added. I yeah. don't I don't remember the lines other people added. Uh, the retarded cat, which by the way is oh, which which by the way is uh, is Kathleen's cat, which is he's around here somewhere. So that so that. That's uh, a real photo. That's that's an original wall cat. How did how did you get him to? He just does that. Like he rolls around upside down every once in a while. I just happened to catch him at a good time. It was a, it's, with the tongue. It's phenomenal. It's such a great photo. So um, my baby. The uh, the pre-title sequence, um, obviously, as I'm sure, like I said, Paul's talked about it. Uh, Captain Planet, with uh, with elements of uh, Power Rangers. Though Paul, you know, we all. You know, we're like, yeah, the head, the giant head thing. That's basically like Zordon from Power Rangers. Uh, Paul informs us not only has Zordon never actually appeared in the sky, which is true, but uh, is it Gaia from the Planeteers from, from Captain Planet? I've never seen an episode oh, of okay. Captain Planet. Anyway, you she, are asking the wrong person. Okay. Anyway, she she did appear in the sky, so it's much more Planeteers. But anyway, wouldn't she? Wouldn't Gaia appear on the ground? I don't know. Anyway, it was basically. Uh, Planeteers, but also a little Rocky and Bullwinkle with uh, the uh, snidely whiplash character of Arthur B. Warrington, which, by the way, um, something... I think Jared played him all wrong, because he was very interesting. <laughs> we... He was compelling, in fact. It's true. We, yeah, we uh, we actually debated that, whether he should play it, you know, like, great, my new website, Borington.com, is online. And now people from all over the world. So, so he's but, basically like a disaffected Ben Stein? I was thinking disaffected Norm MacDonald, but yeah. But um, I think Ben Stein started doing that before Norm MacDonald did. Yeah, but Ben Stein went all weird and religious. Uh, just think back to those, those glory days. Bueller. Bueller. Bueller, yeah. Anyway, Bueller. Point, point being, um, the costume Bueller. for that, we... Uh, have to thank um, Murray's Trick and Joke Shop in Victoria, Bueller. which, for God's sake, which uh, we didn't thank uh, on the credits, which I need to go change, because uh, Murray's Trick and Joke Shop, they give us a discount, and they're great, and they have all sorts of stuff. They're basically the only place that you can find costume bits year-round, and I went in, and I'm like, okay, I need, like, a top hat and a monocle and a mustache with curly bits on the end. Boom, boom, boom. Great, and they had it all there. By the way, their website, which I should also pimp out, if only because it's an awesome website name, is magictrick.com. And so, you'd think that would be real dirty? You'd think that would be some sort of really? porn thing? I would not think that. Did you hear that uh, toys.com recently went up for auction, and the final two bidders was Toys R Us and an adult uh, toy manufacturer? I, that doesn't surprise me at all. Who In won? The, uh, toys R Us. For the tune of uh, five point six million dollars, that doesn't seem like a responsible use of money. That's a great deal for a for a domain like Toys.com. Anyway, point being, uh, why did I start buying domains back in '96? I don't know. You should talk to my mom. She does it. Yeah, isn't that crazy? My mom does like domain auctions. It's weird. Anyway, point being, um, so yeah, that whole pre-title Bueller. sequence was awesome. Uh, and it happened that we shot this at the weekend that we were actually at KCON, which was nice to be able to uh, work that in. And now, of course, last week's podcast was our panel from KCON, and the full video, because you people wanted it, the hour and 43-minute video. I hope is, I'm not picking my nose at any point during that video. I'm, I'm sure I am. It's <laughs> a long, long, long panel. Yeah, it's actually online now, so you can go no check it out. No nose can go unpicked for an hour and 43 minutes. It's true. Um, 
and uh, we mentioned it a couple other uh, times. Uh, goes from there to Adam and James's place, which was one of the last bits we shot, actually. Uh, that was all, of course, James's devising. Then over to Yo Video, which uh, not thank you, Yo Video. Thank you, Yo Video, which not only is where Jeff actually works. <laughs> uh, but they also are the only video store in Victoria to carry Loading Ready Run DVDs because the uh, manager uh, loves Loading Ready Run and bought them so he could watch the uh, <laughs> watch the video, like watch our stuff while he was at work. And apparently, a couple people have actually rented them because at KCon we ran into someone who had rented season one just so they could check it out, and uh, they were still alive. So that's a plus. Wow. Yeah. Bueller. Bueller. You need to stop that. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna Never. I'm gonna cut you out of this podcast. Never. No, try and uh, cut me out. I gotta talk over you. I talk over everything you say. You won't be able to edit me out. This is supposed to be a small insert into the rest of the podcast. This is not an entire hour-long podcast. Sorry, I've, been, I've been listening to a lot of Wiretap lately, and everybody on Wiretap is, is abusive and awful. Ah, that's not really how we roll. Um, in my defense for the anime scene, I did script that, but I have watched anime since Wings of Honiamize, which I do know how to pronounce. Uh, but I couldn't resist that joke. Actually, uh, we got asked at the panel what the most recent anime we've watched is, which for me is probably Standalone Complex, which is not super recent, but at least I, I know more about anime than my character claims to. Um, I'm trying to think what else comes up in that uh, thing. Oh, yes, FLCL, correctly pronounced Furikuri, uh, is absolutely batshit insane for anyone who didn't get that joke. A lot of people did. I was impressed with how many people got my Furikuri joke. On the uh, on the forums, they were like, "Ha ha ha, free curry lol," um, because it is a. It's really popular. Oh yeah, but it's as you can attest, it's messed up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is by the guy who did, did. He also did Excel Saga. Uh, it was the studio that did uh, Evangelion, I believe, did FLC right. as well. Gynax. It was their first post post yes. Evangelion series to prove that they could do something that wasn't mechs, except there's mechs in it, uh, or something, of. sort of, kind of. I don't know. I actually came up with an amazingly succinct 30-second plot summary of FLCL, or Curry Curry, but only because I've watched it like four times. Yeah. And read the manga. Which is vastly better than the anime, you say? No, the manga is based on the anime. Oh, the right. anime is better. Right, yes, because we made, we in Offensive Sensitivity, going back to season two, probably, season two, I think it was. Anyway, video we shot in Chetwin, you and I. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was, um, we, we, we made a furry curry joke in there. I, I hold up a copy of the manga and say, manga is based on a, or a substandard manga based on a much more successful anime. That's right. Jokes. Um, from your video, of course, uh, in which Jeff does some great silent acting. It goes to, Jeff um, is so good. uh, setting up for James and Adam camping out, which it was actually shot at the, at the university because it looks like a mall. And we would get less hassled um, there. It should be mentioned, actually, the ex uh, partway through the video, there's an exterior shot of, of you, Vic, uh, that says um, the next day that goes to us shooting the Warriors of Darkness video. And that is, like, one of the only times I've been stopped at you, Vic, for filming by security. And outside the building around the corner from where I was were some kids on BMX doing, like, flatland tricks on, a, on the stairs. Mm. And I had just shot that scene when security pulled up behind me, and I didn't see them. So I packed up the camera and turned around and was walking away. And they come up, and they're like, hey there, guys. And I realize it's just me, and they're like, "I oh, I, sorry, I thought your friends were with you. I'm like, I'm not with anybody. Oh, you're not with those guys doing that? No, my ride is there in that car. I am filming for a 
sketch comedy site. Oh, are you a student? Yes, though I'm not currently enrolled, but I didn't tell them that. But it's not. What are they going to do? Whip out, say, show me your ID card. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. So, which I didn't actually have on me. So, good thing they didn't. Anyway, but it's it was funny. So then they went to stop the BMXers. But that was actually shot on Sunday night. Uh, that was one of the last things to shoot. Um, most of the, most of the shooting we got done on on the on the Saturday of KCon. We we shot like all the the Warriors stuff, the video video. Um, Anything that Kathleen was in, so all the bits down at, um, at the moon base where we're discussing YouTube. Uh, we shot all the bits at the at the university the other day, but I'd forgotten to take a good exterior shot. So on the Sunday, just before the video went up, we shot that, and I shot the uh, bit with me in the shower. <laughs> um, oh, yes, the other thing I bought at Murray's when I went in to buy the Warrington costume was the most uh, um, the most unconvincing beard I could find. It was unconvincing. It was very unconvincing. I like that joke a lot. I also like... That uh, I don't know if no one I don't know if anyone mentioned it or not because there's 21 pages in that thread now, but uh, Ben playing Derek uh, still despite the fact that it was like behind the scenes and we were you know behind the scenes with costumes only partly on still didn't say anything he was basically it's basically Derek is Derek <laughs> I know. which I love um, I love that joke a lot Ben owns that character Annika what do you think and Kathleen's cat has joined us. And uh, he's been given milk, so he's being oddly quiet. Meow. Oh, and now he's going to try and walk on the laptop. Oh, God. This is bad. Wait, maybe they can hear him purr. I, d I doubt that. He's stepping on the keys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cat intervention. So, um, what was I going to say next? Um, what else was there in this video? I'm just trying to remember all a the... A lot. Yeah, this was There's a long... There's the viral videos. Oh, right. The sort of the whole big deal about it. I'm just quickly scrubbing through the video to check it all out. You know, they might have... other The other people may have talked about some of these things, too. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sure that there's going to be some some, uh, some doubling up. your own unique perspective, perhaps? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yes. Sorry. It's funny that in the video we're watching the fail blog videos, uh, which... I put the entire Failblog archive in there because uh, Matt and I had been watching Failblog videos the other week, and Epic Nunchuck Fail has now been posted to the Failblog, which I find really entertaining. So the viral videos is an idea I had a while ago that I really wanted to uh, to do. It's an idea I've had probably since we started Hustle um, to do, and it worked really well in with the, the plot that we're doing with Jeff um, for us to think of viral videos and actually put them up and actually just, you know, like... No the idea of the virals is not actually to bring more views to the site. We'd like more views, and if that if it works out that way, then that's awesome. Um, but, you know, because we've had people say, you know, I don't think these are going to be very effective at bringing in new viewers. And that's not really the point. It's mostly, well, one, for humor, and, you know, cause, just because it's funny. And two, uh, it's sort of like an experiment. I and think it adds a whole new level of interaction to the whole thing. Like, it's very meta. Yeah. I mean, not only are you interacting with us as, you know, Graham Stark you know, writer of Loading Ready Run, you're also sort of interacting with us as our characters, you know, Graham Stark, writer of Loading Ready Run, but in Commodore Hustle. It's like taking, it's uh, it's taking the characterizations we portray of ourselves and actually putting them out there on the internet as real people. Yeah, which is ooh, creepy. It's just go watch, go watch a standalone complex. Yeah. Um, so everyone, uh, you know, so... Uh, Everyone came up with their own ideas for the viral videos. Um, 
So uh, Paul came up with the things on my head, which is doing very successfully. He's like number eight, number 57 most subscribed yeah, I, I think, to I this week. I think in sort of levels of popularity, it goes like, um, it goes uh, kicking the balls. Yeah. And then like there's a universe of distance and it goes things on my head. Yeah. And then actually I don't know who's the third most um, I think you have Space Jump is the third most popular, uh, closely followed by um, I Heard You Like Tits. Yes. I, I would like to point out that I think YouTube and its incredible collective stupidity has finally done something I didn't think was possible. I have been called out for having small boobs, which has never happened before as long as I've lived. And we postulate that people on the internet are used to seeing uh, porn star bosoms. and uh, They don't know what a real tit looks like. Unless it looks like half a cantaloupe shoved uncomfortably between some skin. <laughs> with a nipple's Slapped on top. <laughs> These people don't recognize it as a tit, obviously. Clearly not. Um, and, uh, yeah, so the nunchuck fail, you know, uh, as you can see from the video, we bought a cop and everything. I, I wanted to do some sort of failed stunt prank video something, because those ones always get popular. And on the day, uh, on Saturday, the, the, the weekend before it went up, we shot that, um, uh, I was like, all right, well, what do we have? We've got these fake nunchucks here. We bought a Godicon, uh, um, you know, like what else? Go next door and buy it. Like I was, I was concerned about hitting myself in the balls. And we realized that the moon base, the landing pad for the moon base is right beside a uh, sports store. So we're like, wait a minute, I can go buy a cup. So I did. And uh, then the whole skateboard thing. And cause it's good to have multiple layers. And uh, the video that you see online is actually our third take. Um, and, uh, it was our last take cause I really actually cranged my elbow and it was also the best take so far. Uh, Morgan hitting me in the nuts was not originally scripted. He did it just off the cuff in the second take and we decided to keep it. And it's great cause he's been vilified now. Everyone on YouTube is like, man, that guy in the coat was such a douche, which I think is hilarious. Um, and, uh, um, actually the, him kicking me was probably the most painful part. Uh, and we actually shot that on the HD camera. And then I downsampled it and used a really terrible compressor to make it look like crap. So, ha ha ha. And I'm sure the others have all talked about the theories behind their uh, videos. Uh, but nice to, nice to hear ours. And I've just been thrilled with how successful they've been. I mean, any of them. Like, they've all been way more successful than, than, than I hoped. Obviously, Nunchuck it, uh, fail is the sort of the first one. But we're going to, um, we're going to, we really want uh, You Have Space Jump to be a meme. Just like somebody, uh, YTMND thing, do that. Oh yeah, YTMND be good. Yeah. With a in the source a link to the thing that'd be good. Um, a lot of people have done techno remixes, which I think are hilarious. But you know, like, because it can work. You know, despite the fact that it's very Metroid specific, it can work for any game. I'm sure Matt has talked about this. The, uh, you know, like uh, someone screwing up in WoW, and it's like, God damn it, you wiped the raid. I did. You have space jump. Just as like a sub in for complete failure at video games. So. I don't know, I think that'd be fun. Well, we've been talking for nearly 20 minutes ourselves, which probably bumps the length of this podcast into the uh, stratosphere. So, quickly so to that's wrap good. up what we're playing now. Graham, what are you playing right now? Um, I just beat everything you can beat in Fallout presently. Woo! So I'm looking forward to the pit. And I'm probably going to beat Prince of Persia now. Good and Kathleen, what are you playing now? I'm still working my way through Persona 4. My roommate got a PS3, so I've been experimenting with sack dolls, or as it's probably no little big planet, but to me and my friend Lindsay, who are basically like, ah, look at that sack dolls, yay! Or 
It's just sack dolls. I also um, totally walked into it the other day when Adam, sorry, when Kathleen's roommate Adam said, it's like the perfect game for girls, to which I immediately responded, I know, I love it. <laughs> yeah, walked uh, headlong into that one. It is uh, fun, that's though. That's okay. So, anyway. So, hopefully that gives you some more info on to the uh, shoesting and theories behind uh, Commodore Hustle Episode 6, and look forward to Episode 7, first update in April. Jeez. Jesus. Hooey. Wow. There we go. All right. So. But. From Vancouver, this has been. Bueller. And Graham for the G-Cast with Kathleen. Da, da, da. Wow, that was very interesting. Thank you, Graham. It was actually probably not at all interesting. Yeah. Graham's a totally went there. No, yeah. Man, that, yeah, that may or may not have yeah. been interesting, depending on anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will send him a message right now and see if it's worth his time. Okay, so we should talk about the virus. Yeah, we should. Because yeah, I mean, we all have things to contribute to the... So, Bill, virals. why don't you start by talking about your viral video? Fuck. Mine didn't work out the way I wanted it to. But it's to. awesome. It's, n- n- it's what, okay. so weird. Yeah, the la- okay, the first part worked out fine, except it's a little, it's too long. But I like what That's, I did. Isn't that the point? Yeah, no, no, it's not. <laughs> the end part, it's supposed to be, like, horrible and annoying. And instead, <laughs> it's, like, awkward. It's it's just, it's just Graham slowly doing that little dance for, like, a minute. And a half. A minute and a half. It's just this awkward weirdness. And I wanted it to be, like, annoying. How You know, I wanted it to be, like, abrasive type thing. Yeah. My my original idea was someone you know uh, you know just in their boxers spinning around with lights and then the screen going the whole time, mm. so like a minute of ah just you know screaming you know it's it, it's pretty much based on one of the YouTube videos where you know they see something and then it just turns into a scream and you know the thing is I I like with the Graham dancing bit at the end your video is a serious WTF oh yes I know it's it's just if, odd but no one will get the it the thing is if you hadn't like, if that bit hadn't been there and you had just done it as, like, totally straight-faced, uh, like, complete just stripping of YouTube videos like you were doing in the first half. Yeah. I think you actually could have done something with that because pe- the people who are commenting yeah, on the video I, are all like, I should what you preach, dickbag. I love like, that shit. What? The, the dude, what? Are dude, you kidding me? No. The internet doesn't get irony. If, dude, the if comments on that. get it with like the fucking weird thing at the end? No, 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 okay. Sorry, the a best lot, line, the best of, comment is hypnocrate. This spell hypocrite. No, hypnocrate. From the look of it, a lot of the people who like are just from YouTube and not from our forums. Like, yeah. The person who put hypnocrate was just from our forums. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm sure. But I know. The, was, but, uh, um, a lot of the people who have seriously just like, come to it from YouTube... I don't think watch the entire thing. Like I think yeah. they watched the first like ten seconds of That's it why and turned it off. Yeah, I liked the first bit, but it should have been shorter. Yeah. I like because Graham, thirty-seven seconds was was nice. Like I think we all knew after shooting it that the one zero that had the best chance of going viral was Graham's and 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 Morgan and and Matt. Yeah. The uh, the 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 thing is though, if Paul keeps doing his like if, the thing is Paul's is just a slow builder. <laughs> you think? Yeah. You think because it's seventh if most. Paul, Subscribe channel in Canada. Yeah, Paul. Oh, really? As, far, as yeah. far as the awards on his video go, Paul is actually the most successful. So far. what? He's actually, his own first We were eighth this week, Tally and Mark. Were you? Really? For, for this week and thirtieth in Canada. Now. Yeah, I thought yours was a little. Paul was like number seventy-eight well, for sure. Number yeah. seventy-eight well, most fair. subscribed yeah. this I mean, month. Like, as just a so, YouTube video. So let's we'll transition into talking okay. about about ours. Mine was completely different. Yeah. Mine. They, we actually shot a viral video that never went up. 
that was called Duck Duck Goose. I know, and yeah, it's, yeah. It's yeah. literally just my stuffed ducks, uh, still frames, clicking through them to the te- to the tune of the chicken dance, um, and occasionally a picture of a goose. And it was going to have a caption at the beginning that said "Count the geese." And it gets faster and faster and faster as it goes until it goes. It's so fast that you couldn't possibly count the geese. Um, and that was just the idea. But while we were filming that, Tally was literally playing Final Fantasy XII and complaining that she couldn't go shopping. And I made some sort of comment like, oh, just like a girl. Um, and that turned into a viral video. Did. It was a little too long to be a viral video, though. Yeah, that's fair. But, I mean, it's not. it wasn't exactly planned. It's yeah. sort of what Graham wanted to do. And I think that it worked out okay. I think it turned out pretty yeah. good, yeah. Uh, we did another one that should go up at some point soon, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know, maybe keep doing them. Yeah. I I really think that uh, that Paul needs to continue with his yeah, work oh, for, yeah. like for a couple of months at least, just to see what happens. Because seriously, if you consistently do one on like one a week or or two a week for the next couple of weeks, you could that video actually has what it takes to turn into like a major YouTube thing. And it's, you can see it from the, right. the number of subscriptions and just sort of the way it's building. It's a slow mover, but it I put it another will get one up there. yesterday. The, the Did you channel. see it? And it's already gotten a lot of comments. People being like, I'm going to keep watching this. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's all in the comments you make on your... Like, the video themselves don't matter, but your little comments describing <laughs> the video. Oh, man. The, uh, have you been annotating the whole yeah. video? No, no, not, not annotating, just, just like... No, description ruin it. Description just. of the video, it's just like, you know, I was about to go to a job interview, but then I saw my uh, my shoe, and I had to make this video. Yeah, which uh, and, so that's, and so that's me in, like, my suit, like, with the shoe on my head. Yeah. And so you try to make, like, a little like story around it. Yeah, right? and then they're like, uh, feeling, feeling kind of under the weather, I think I'm fighting a cold, and He's got the box of Kleenex, and through that video, he looks kind of out of it. Like awesome. he just—he he doesn't look quite as That's focused. So it's—it's it's like the know. one with the wig and the tape measure. He's like feeling silly today, so this is what you get, lol. <laughs> yeah, that just killed me. <laughs> 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 it's just trying to put like as much personality as possible into the description because the actual video has no personality at all. It's exactly. Staring. But anyway, uh, I think it's it's brilliant. The, yeah, anyway, the virals were fun to make, though. James, are you going to do more? Uh, and the, the wolf crier was. Uh, uh, I definitely think I will. I'm not sure if I'll just continue to cry wolf or something else. Uh, yeah, I think since you were like next time we'll on do. the night of it, I thought about doing a night of thousand screams, and I, but I, if I did it, I'd really want to actually, actually try scream, to scream a thousand, thousand times. Ah, ah, ah! If you do, <laughs> yeah. If you do like twenty a day, no, I still take two hundred a day. I like to uh, I like to see the the wolf crier and you like walking around town screaming. Yeah, <laughs> just screaming. Wolf! Standing in the middle of a park, close in shot, and then he just starts screaming. It just is a, a like wild back focus <laughs> to him standing at like or like a zoom back zoom out to him just standing in the middle of a field screaming. Wolf! Yeah. If you did fifty wolves in the morning and fifty wolves in the evening every day for ten days, you'd be done. That's true. Yeah, but I, I honestly want to try to sit down in front of the camera and just do it a thousand times. I think I think it's safe to say you could do it. I, not not that difficult. If I, you did it one a second, then you're you're talking like fifteen minutes. But that's like wolf, 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 wolf. Like you'd have to. No, this is screams. Yeah, no, yeah. I said yeah. screams. Ah, 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 and you know, ah. none of us would have to hear James talk again for the next couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah, <Yay. But. laughs> we'll see. Um. Oh yeah! By the way, uh, go to 
if you haven't already, because we haven't really talked about it at all, but um, go to Borington.com. Oh, yeah. it, it does exist. There isn't much there, but it's the, funny. Uh, the live feed of, gra- of watching grass grow is pretty awesome. It's a terrible song. Oh. Yeah, that, that's not, that's, it's surprising, like, I, I was, I was made, I made the, the Borington site has been there for, like, a year, because I made it when I was doing originally doing the yeah. video. Uh, and I did, you like, if you look, do a Google search for boring website, uh, it's actually surprisingly large number, there's, like, grass growing, paint drying, uh, various people were like, this is the most boring website ever. And there's like sepia tone images of grass. <laughs> <laughs> sepia tone, just to make it even worse. Yeah, that is pretty boring. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, it's like a whole like subgenre of, of websites. Websites are supposed to be boring. Nice. Um, so, I think the origin of Morgan and my site should be pretty evident if you watch Desert Bus. Yeah. Um, did it actually, sh- did, did, I thought the, the most of the yelling stuff happened most after, of the, after Desert Bus. Yeah, most of the hardcore yelling was after Desert Bus. Yeah. Which was hilarious. That's there, why... There was a fair bit of Morgan heckling me while I was playing. Yeah. But it's Metroid unfortunately, when, when we were trying I to set up get, this one, uh, it just, for some reason, Matt was doing really, really well. And <laughs> it's better than usual, yeah. I, I had to really just, like, turn on the suck in order Honestly, to get it yeah. to... Matt, you should have actually just gone and taken a bunch of damage before actually recording it. Cause that was did. The, really? Like, very the, early on in recording, he nearly died to one of the easiest bosses in the game, yeah. which was, like, awesome in and of itself for getting me frustrated, but then, like, with only two ta- health tanks left, he just pulled his nerves, I'm sure. He pulled it out. But when, yeah. but when he's like when he's falling into the eat animals, as you <laughs> <know>. <laughs> that's so good. Um, the yeah. he, like he's got almost a full like fourteen. But Morgan, but Morgan couldn't stop tanks. smirking. No, really? No, the, uh, he at that point had no health tanks. Oh really? Oh yeah. I was, I was on the verge of death. Mm. He was he was about to have to go into reserves. Oh okay. If he. Yeah, if uh, I had fallen in one more time in that room, I would have been in my reserve tank. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, now, you guys, this thing, uh, if somehow we can make you have space jump be, like, a meme, completely, like, the idea being that it, it, it starts, you know, becomes completely disconnected from the video. Yeah. And it's just people, like, you know, a year from now will be saying that and not know where it came from. <laughs> but it just, and so you have space jump is just, like, the, if somebody does something, uh, or if somebody does something in a really difficult way, when it's oh, there's an obvious, really easy way, yeah. then you say you have space jump. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I, I've got one of the guys in my guild doing it. Yeah, does he know what it's from? Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> okay. I, that particular guy knows the whole backstory and everything, but. Uh, that he, would definitely be Operation Success. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's like, why did you face pull Sartharian? You have space jump. <laughs> um, exactly, that's great. And somebody in the forums made a uh, a motivational poster out of it. Yeah, oh, I didn't see that. No, I saw that. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, like all the people who have done re- uh, video responses to all the video. I mean, I think they were, like the things in my head were video responses. The the robot one. Oh, the robot. God, the robot. oh I've actually the been song looking, gets I stuck want, in my head. I want to do a. Uh, uh, I don't have any toy robots myself, but I need to get a toy robot and do a robot. I know a dude one. who has lots of toy robots. Yeah, <laughs> I had to do a toy robot one. You know, yeah. in tribute I to that guy, because that, that was the best one ever. Oh. But, but yeah, things in my head, it would be really easy. You know, anybody who wants to do a, a video reply to that, it's not very hard. Roscoe <laughs> did one. It's, yes. <laughs> it's, uh, although, it's deceptively, you know, there, there's some there's some strategy to it. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, as far as uh, don't come out half cocked. Like, yeah. make sure you're fully cocked when you do a video response, and all will be well. It's true. The, uh, the video response to Space Jump, the Phoenix Wright one, is amazing. Oh, yeah! Yeah, it's good. Oh, we'll have to show that to you after oh, the, the podcast. There's, like, five so different good. techno remixes of Space Jump. <laughs> <laughs> there's some one that's particularly awesome. Yeah, some of them are awesome. pretty good. There's some of them that are not so good, but there's a couple of them that's, that's pretty, pretty awesome. Um, as far as actually revealing, like, the final reveal that these are all faked and... and uh, viral thing. I'm really tempted, like, just watching what's happening with them, I'm really tempted to say we should just let it take its course and never actually do a full reveal. Uh, um, I, th- I think, because I think at least they're, they're, let's think about it a month from now. Ne- like, well, I think that's a couple more weeks. But yeah, maybe maybe around Commodore Hustle 7. But uh, yeah. they, they are they are very organically linking their way back to us already. Oh, yeah. um, well, just well, by nature of how YouTube it's, does its related videos. It, yeah, it's the related videos. Yeah, they, they, really they're all obvious. related to each other, and they're also becoming related. I mean, it's related to stuff that you've also watched, mm-hmm. which is interesting as well. Like, um, a lot of the Area 5 stuff has been linking to us now. Like, yeah. the, um, uh, like their, their stuff and ours seems to be linking together, and uh, Tim's stuff. Is uh, is linking in now? Oh, I've nice. seen a couple of because uh, one thing I people who watch one thing yeah, watch another. One thing, thing I've really considered doing, just as a sort of subtle way of outing it, yeah. is making the George Gordon one 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 video one of Commodore Hustle's favorites. Mm-hmm. Like adding it as a favorite on the Commodore Actually, Hustle channel. Okay, it maybe like maybe if one of you guys are a little like the you know. Uh, Podcast listeners are a little bit more into the YouTube culture or something. Can somebody explain to me why the hell you would take somebody's video that they posted and re-upload it to your account? Like, is there any reason why that's good? It like, drives traffic on your account if it's a popular video. But yeah, dri- but it, you don't it get any money from that traffic. Account. You don't get anything from that traffic. Yeah, we, 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 you, you get feel E-peen. like you have a bigger E-peen. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Paul. E-peen. It's just the most yeah. stupid thing. It's just I say it particular because the, the the nunchuck one has got like twenty different yeah. copies up on YouTube, yeah. and it's just like at least that we got the lot. first one this time, and ours is the one that's got almost a hundred thousand views. Yes, and then it's got like one hundred fifty thousand on break. Yeah, yeah. No, no, we're way over two hundred thousand. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, I think it's over a quarter million. Yeah, it yeah. might be. Last time I checked, it was so two, probably over, uh, over two hundred. So it's over three hundred thousand in total, probably. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I, I like the Benny Hill remix on that one. Oh, oh yes, so yeah, yes, that yeah. was excellent. The um, <laughs> not as good as the what was it? The one with the sound effects. Oh, the Team um, Fortress one. The Team Fortress one was amazing. Yeah. The Team Fortress one was sweet. Must say, I haven't seen any of these videos. Oh, we'll have to we'll have to oh, show them to you after the podcast. Yeah. Wait yeah. until someone does a Star Wars one where they talk. Uh, I feel like they are so like ragingly angry at you on the George Gordon one though. Why? Like every I know it's like, awesome. Oh, that's not funny. I, I would fucking kick that guy's head in if he did that to me. <laughs> that a, guy deserves to be shot. Like, yeah, you're, you're getting like the I have three guns and I can shot you with each of my three guns. <laughs> 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 like, you are getting those those responses and me to a lesser extent. The laugh, you're laughing. People people are either like like, wow, that laugh totally sells this video, or that laugh is so annoying, I wish I could punch the camera operator in the face. <laughs> yeah. Awesome! I, yeah. Actually, my, my favorite thing about the, uh, the nunchuck one is how many people are like, no, that's fake, he's obviously wearing a cup. It's like, these people 
have have like very person like they've watched a lot, a lot of, of people they, getting hit in the nuts. Yeah, and yeah. so it's, it's like no, that, no, that that particular, that frequency. I can actually give you tell you what brand of cup he was. <laughs> you know, it makes a particular yeah. sound when you hit it with that type of nunchuck at that trajectory. Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. have a lot of experience with these things. Uh, Sorry. I can tell some. I, I can tell from some of the pixels and have yeah, seen, having seen a lot a, of nut hits in my time. That's a Lori's <laughs> supporter and cup, actually. Yes. A uh, large sized. Oh, grabbing the wolf full of himself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they they make cups in anything below large size. No, there's there's uh, junior senior. There's junior small, senior small medium, fruit, large, like extra large. But have you ever seen those in a store? Yes. No, I don't think you have. I have. There's, there's people you. called children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. Well, you children? have to scale it. It's like, you know, you have, like, the large size, then you have extra large, and then... Yeah, and, and, like, if I were to sell them, I would sell large, extra, extra large, and magnum. Extra, extra. No, no, no. You, you <laughs> have the magnum yeah. cup. You gotta large, use the name. extra large, black guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, what we're playing now? Anybody want to do that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think we're pretty done now. I, uh... Okay, so... I haven't been on the podcast in a little while, so subsequent to finishing Oblivion, <laughs> you finished uh, it. He I actually did. finished no! it, and, and he returned it to Graham. What? I know. <laughs> I just, my whole world. Why? Why couldn't you wait until I was out of your shot? So, just uh, your load. Subsequent to finishing Oblivion, yeah. uh, I uh, have been playing Burnout Paradise a lot. Which is amazing. I wish good, I could find that game. I've been trying to buy it forever. That is such a good game. It, it's, it's a good way to come off of Oblivion. It really is. I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's one of those games, because of just the way that it's set up, you can put it in for half an hour and have fun with it, mm-hmm. and then just walk away from it, and then, you know, like, that, later on when, I don't know, you've got half an hour to spare, you put it in again and just do some events, and then you're done. Uh, so that's fantastic. If um, I may, yeah. just come in with an opinion on Burnout Paradise. I really like Burnout Paradise. I didn't find it had the same sticking power as the previous Burnouts. Like, my 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 all-time favorite Burnout game is still Burnout 3. Because mm-hmm. um, I... I, I don't know. When they when they made the move to war, towards the more open world and everything, I really enjoy the racing. Like, the racing is still just as good. The car variety is still just as good. The courses are still just as good. But it... I didn't feel the same drive to prog- progress through the game at all. And so I, I think lost that's what I'm in- before long. I honestly, I think that's what I'm enjoying about it. Mm. It just feels so casual and chill to me. Yeah, like, that was the word I was going to use. It's a way more casual racing game. And it's, that's awesome. Like, it's, it's, it's fantastic because I feel like, you know, I can go and do this race and, you know, as you say, the racing is just as fun as it's always been. It's awesome to take dudes down and all that kind of what stuff. And it's great to, like, get new cars and experiment with stuff. But it's also cool to just feel like, okay, I just finished that race. I'm just going to go dick around, break some gates, you know, smash some billboards, do all that kind of stuff. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like what I didn't like about GTA, which was that it was so focused and story-based that you didn't feel like you could do any of that stuff. Right. Um, it's, it's like the ability to just do all the driving stuff that you would otherwise do in a GTA game outside of the GTA context. I, I am really enjoying Paradise. Um that and I played through all of Metal Gear Solid 3 subsistence over the last week or so. Oh, wow. And 
Have you not played Metal Gear Three? I had not all played all the way through Metal Gear Solid Three because I didn't own a PS Two, and oh. so I would only ever play it at other people's houses. I'd get part way into it and then you know not play it anymore. Right, right. And then I would start again at some other person's house and get part way into it and not get all the way through it. So. I am glad to have played all the way through it. The 3D camera was really weird for, yeah, for I, a while. Yeah, I, I switched over to the regular camera. But actually, I, I got used to it, and now I'm... So after beating it, I was like, okay, this game is awesome. I'm going to go back and do 2 again now, because I I really wanted to, to get a handle on 2's story again. But the, the <laughs> camera... Scene. The camera and whatnot in 2 uh, is... Just feels so antiquated after playing with the 3D camera. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the, the, the gameplay... Going back from three to two makes two seem so easy that it's ridiculous. It's like, oh, we've got this radar. Thing. Exactly, yeah. you've got the radar. You can see everyone immediately it's... as soon as you walk into a room. Yeah, I, I was actually like when I, when I started playing three, like I was like you know I, I was used to Metal Gear and I was pretty like like wow, no radar, like really, but it totally works. It's yeah. done really well. Three three does take some time to acclimatize to, and whenever I played three, I would previously at like other people's houses i would feel like i sucked at metal gear all of a sudden because right. i it just took so long to get into it but once you get into you know camouflaging yourself and hiding in specific places and and switching learning, between all the different like the the motion sensor and the yeah ex- exactly once you get into it then you really sort of learn and learn how to use your tools then you can do it but going back to two as i say it's just it feels like i don't know it like clown school or something like that <laughs> I, I, like I can walk into a room, I can go, guards there, 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 just go around, kill all of them, or, you know, inc- uh, make incapacity all of them, whatnot, and be what? done with it, move on. What's that, what's that uh, expansion to Metal Gear 1 that's all just VR VR missions. VR missions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, once you've beaten VR missions, you can just go and play any Metal Gear, and it's easy. I, I played through all the VR missions on the Game Boy Color one. Yeah. Like, I, I dominated those ones. And uh, that that was a lot of fun, but I never had the uh, VR missions on the original PlayStation. I I, I I can say I played through all the VR missions uh, one in PlayStation. I think back in two thousand or something. I played it from beginning to end, and my God, is it frustrating! Yeah, it's the, the the only reward for it is I forget which achievement or or something you get uh, where you get to play as ninja, and that that was pretty rewarding because like you can go go up to guards and instead of kind of strangling them and breaking their necks, you pull your giant sword and you just kind of <laughs> slit their throats and you just just see. Sprays blood everywhere. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, the VR missions. Uh, it wasn't even like, a complete game in Japan. Like it yeah. was, it was just a, a bonus for people who bought the special edition of Metal Gear Solid, which never came out here. Yeah, like like I I played through the VR mission. Like I played through all the actual interesting VR missions, and then I got bogged down on it's like kill ten guys with the rocket launcher. Token, kill ten guys with the grenade launcher. Yeah, I got kill twenty repeated. guys with the rocket launcher. Yeah. Kill twenty, like it's just like that's not fun. Or no, it's not even kill guys. It's kill these red triangles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is the type of missile that you can actually die. Nikita. 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 Yeah, the Nikita missile missions are yeah, those were fun. fucking insane. They were so hard. And I think the worst one of all I remember on VR missions I played so many times where it's a giant maze where the maze most of it is on snow and if you get seen the mission ends and you, like you lose yeah. so you have to track your way through the snow hide at the exact moment that the guard is coming back to the snow so you have to time it so the guard is coming up when your footsteps are disappearing oh. so and you can get pretty far and then you screw it up and you have to do it all over again so it's this giant maze and 
I just remember it was the most frustrating thing I think I'd, I'd ever played in a video game. <laughs> it's uh, uh, Metal Gear Two actually has quite cool, um, like no, the sort of. It's not quite the same, but it's the VR mission style thing that they added in the special edition. Yeah, of I, I should point out what I what I have is uh, coming back from the meeting of the last podcast I was in. Paul and I went past the one of the used game shops in town, and I went in, and Paul left, right. and I found the. Um, the the essentials collection, which is Metal Gear Solid One, which is actually the black discs from the PS One, oh, yeah. which is kind of cool. Um, two and three, which has been really hard to find recently, so I picked that up for like thirty bucks. Ten bucks for a Metal Gear game is not bad. Um, is it is is two and three like do they include the VR missions? Yeah. It? So the number two is substance, and then number three is subsistence, but it's only the first disc of subsistence, which is not. Cool. Oh, so you don't the, get the the, funny, the, the yeah. demo theater, or that you get the demo theater, where you don't get the the funny demo theater. Oh no! And you don't get uh, Metal Gear One and Two, which is too bad. That's the best like, thing ever. If they were gonna put together like the the ultimate Metal Gear collection, you would think they would put that in so that you get Metal Gear One, Two, and then Solid One, Two, right, and Three. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm I'm playing through Two again. I've already discovered huge plot inconsistencies between Two and Three. Really? Um, oh yeah, they did a lot of plot revision. Because one one of the things that Revolver Ocelot says to you in like the opening sequence in the tanker is like Big Boss was in his late fifties by the time they created us, or but by the time they you know started the Alphonse project, which is not like in according to the timeline in three he would have been thirty seven, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, you should go on Game Facts. Yeah, yeah. And, and rail against <laughs> rail, whatever. Yes. Uh, against uh, Hideo. These the games suck of, now. Move. Stupid storyline, anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, it's just the end part. You know, Metal Gear has a stupid storyline. the goddamn, like, White House or something. Okay, yeah, so <laughs> I haven't... I really, really want to play 4 now. Because after playing 3, which actually makes some of that almost seem to make sense... Um, <laughs> and and well, the, apparently 4, four like, wraps everything yeah, up. Yeah, 4 does clears a lot up. Like, that Metal Gear Solid 2 is basically, like, setting up the plot for I'm, 4. Yeah, I'm hoping 4 it's just like starts with... It's, like, the prequel. Oh, so, okay. right. so there's, there's all sorts of stuff I want to know, because and we're entering spoiler territory here. Uh, so if I'm you, not going to say hey, I haven't actually played it, yeah. 4, so don't spoil it. I, I haven't played 4 either. But if so. You, so if you don't want Portable Ops or 3 spoiled for you, then don't say anything, or then don't listen to this. But the fact that... Um, it, it it implies at the end of Portable Ops that Major Zero is has a hand in starting the Patriots, and that because um, the the tie in between the philosophers and the Patriots is kind of odd, um, and the fact that he and Ocelot are the only ones who know about them or seem to know about them in three, um, I want to know more about that story. I want to know what's going on there. And Matt's smiling, so I assume that, that that's all explained. I'm, I'm hoping so. in, in 4, like, it just starts with, yeah, everything that happened in Metal Gear 2 was a dream. Now let's just fuck. That's how they wrap up all the clear. <laughs> that was all a VR mission. Yeah. All, all you really need to know about 4 can be gleaned from its subtitle, Guns of the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I, I assume <laughs> that it explains all the Patriots bullshit. Because... Yeah, I mean, every every time I play a Metal Gear game, every time I've been off a Metal Gear game for a couple of years and I haven't played it, I'm like, yeah, the Patriot stuff is bullshit. Every time I'm I just finished playing, play a, playing a Metal Gear game, I'm like, well. oh, I want to know more about this bullshit. I, I was actually just, we were doing unskippables, you know, yeah. uh, going through cutscenes and stuff, and we were looking at Metal Gear 4, because it's entirely possible that Metal Gear 4 will come up in a future unskippable. And there's a, a guy, there's, there's a YouTube channel that has every Metal Gear 4 cutscene in it, mm-hmm. Okay, there are 76 
cutscenes, each between three and nine minutes long. Like, so it's basically that there's, like, there's between, you know, three, four, and nine hours worth of cutscenes in that game. They damn well better answer some questions. I believe (laughs) the end sequence, like, the end sequence of cutscenes is, like, something like 40 minutes long, long. yeah. 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 does the YouTube channel have all the alternate stuff you can do by fiddling with the controls during cutscenes? Or I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah. So that's what I've been playing. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Um, In, you know, like half an hour. Yeah. Paul. I beat Okami. Yay! You found the end. First, first, Jer beat Oblivion, and I beat Okami. This is a, a day of firsts. Yeah. Uh, and oh man, the ending, like Okami, the ending of it, uh, like it just. Uh, they do a really good job of pulling it all together. The like the final boss has I think six or seven forms that you fight what? it like. <laughs> you just keep fight like it, but it's a suitably epic ending for a suitably epic game. You know, I did not know what I was getting into, but man, it was solid. How long did it take you? Uh, I think I'm probably around fifty hours on it. Which that's is started for an action game. Is, yeah, for an action game. That's for like, imagine like Mario taking that long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's what? Just, it's really it silly. Is, I mean, it is riffing off Zelda, and I think Twilight Princess took me about 40, 40 or 50 hours the first time I went through it. So That's true, I guess. I mean, I, I don't think that's out of line entirely. It's just, no, it's yeah, just it's the just, way they set the game yeah, up, just where the way you it's think presented. it's over. It's like, you know, if Ocarina of Time ended after the Young Link part. But I, I, I mean, I've said this before. I, at, in um, Link to the Past, when I was in elementary school, after I got the two pendants and pulled yeah, the master yeah. sword, I thought I was pretty much finished. <laughs> and it, but it's the... Uh, and, you know, there's, there's neat, like, and it actually... The way it ends, it really comes back to... The, like, there's a reason why it's so long. Because it's got to be as the epic... The sort of epic nature of it. And, like, you... All the stuff that you've been doing in the past actually comes back together. And, yeah. and so it's actually really, really well put together. I, uh, I hope that... Yeah, it's. I, I heard that they were doing that. They're trying to do like a, an update of it or something. Oh, well, they did a Wii version of it, right? Which apparently yeah, sucks. But that's well, really disturbing. Yeah, not not. It doesn't suck, but it's just you know not a huge improvement, and the controls are not what they could be. Yeah, which is like you'd think that would be perfect. Yeah. So, but have you played Beyond Good and Evil yet, Paul? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I oh, played okay. Beyond Good and Evil when it came out. Oh, okay. Is yeah. that by the same guys? No, but it, I'm, it's a sim- It's a game in sort of a similar vein mm. to Okami, and apparently there is a sequel to that coming. So yeah, well, mm. just seen that that one little teaser thing. Yeah. So I. So I, anyway, Okami, buy it if you can. It's awesome. Do you know what you're going to play next on the PS2 yet? I I don't know. Like I, I like I finished it on uh, a couple days ago, and I just was like. What do I do with my life now? <laughs> I don't know how to play other games. <laughs> I should love so, to start a new one. So I need to, uh, yeah, I need to find some other games to play. So I, I don't have anything really in the pipe at the moment, mm. but uh, I'm sure I'll figure something out. What's Metal? I didn't even heard of it. It's a it's a third person action shooter, but it's uh, it's really quite funny. I, I actually, it, it got quite well reviewed. I'm actually kind of uh, I like the idea of maybe playing Burnout or something, you know, yeah. like just something like because because I was sort of thinking like the, another game I really want to play is like Final Fantasy XII, mm. but I don't know. So I, I, long, I, yeah. I don't want to get right back into yeah. Final, another. See that, that's the thing. Game. I'm I'm you know like a few hours into twelve, and after playing Oblivion, I was like, no, I'm not going directly <laughs> into that. Yeah. I'd like to play twelve again. Burnout, uh, yeah, I Burnout should. is I a like good game Just just wait till yeah. twelve two comes out. <laughs> Burnout, uh, and until Burnout, my favorite racing game of all time, by an order of magnitude, was Extreme G3, no, and Burnout, so Burnout 3, uh, 
I maybe maybe like it better. And I, I'm not 100% sure, but like a... You, you and Graham put a lot of time into Burnout 3. Yeah, we, we perfected Burnout 3. Yeah. Like well, every, I every think Graham PS2, and then it came out on the 360. Yeah, and Graham's like, no, all those wasted points. Well, that was Revenge. That was Burnout Revenge. Oh, oh yeah, that was 3. No, Burnout, Burnout 3 is Burnout 3. Burnout 3 was my favorite. Burnout Revenge is Graham's Graham. favorite. Is that the one that came out after Burnout 3? Yeah, it was Burnout 4. Okay, okay, I haven't yeah. played Burnout, Burnout Paradise. I've only, Burnout I've only played Revenge. Revenge is uh, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Burnout 3 is very similar to Revenge, but it had more focus on the racing and less focus on the crashing. I see. So Less focus on the <laughs> yeah. crashing. I I not, it, it, the, the crash dope. mode was way less prevalent in terms of... Right. But you so actually and you say it was better than Revenge. I, I prefer Burnout 3. Really? Uh, I would like I, to play be, Burnout 3. Just because of how they... like The focus is entirely on the racing. You can still... Um, there's, there's, like, there's no traffic checking. Um, they, you can still take down opponents, but your race mode is strictly like... Race modes. How do so you take them down if you can't? Uh, you can. Check? You can. You basically. Grind you can them. hit any opponent going the same direction as you. But if you run into traffic, even traffic going the same direction as you, you crash. Yeah. So it's it's way harder it because is. you've got traffic coming against you, and the way it's done is it like it's it much like Burnout Revenge wants you driving in oncoming traffic all the time <laughs> um, because you go faster because you build boost faster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you are... Dr- and it punishes you for driving in the lane that has the same traffic going the same way. Because if you hit a car, still, if you hit a car going the same way as you, you still crash. So you have, what you if you have just to miss all someone. traffic. Can you... Yeah, it does. Yeah, the only, the only cars you can hit are your opponent racers. Really? Anything else, and it's a full-on, like, you're dead. That's lame. So no, it was... It was Way, way more challenging. Like, like uh, way more, more challenging, challenging, but it's not as fun. Oh no, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. It would it Burnout Revenge was so easy by comparison. Yeah, but that's yeah. the reason that's I true. played it is because it's just so mind-numbingly easy. It's just like uh, I'm gonna fucking I, just I, perfecting it, that game. Not, not easy. E- not no, easy. Yeah. I I really didn't enjoy. I thought that they they took. For but a racing game, they took the focus. A game. Too this much is like a Mario Three Mario World debate. It is. Yeah. It, I mean, it's there are different people on either side of it. Exactly. I mean, and it is just what worked for me isn't necessarily what would work for someone well, else. But I, I also liked the soundtrack of Burnout Three way better. It had a way better soundtrack. I assume you still have Burnout Three. Oh yeah. So next yeah. time I'm over there, I might not play Fallout. Dun 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 dun. dun. I have it on the th- on the Xbox know. though. And, uh my Xbox 360 is awaiting a shipping box so I can send it off to Microsoft and get it back. Like, so you it'll know, be a while. You have a roommate who also has an Xbox? Well, I suppose we could use his Xbox. I, I thought, thought He also has that. a better TV than you. That's uh, fundamentally identical to mine, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, better. Okay, like, anyway. They're, they're I, I roughly thought, identical. I thought you uh, were getting a new Xbox. I, uh, I, that is the plan, but as it stands right now... Uh, it looks like we're not getting any new Xbox 360 units in for a while, oh. and uh, I'm waiting on the new Jasper hardware. So I what have to Xbox. Are you looking to get a Pro? Not the Elite. No, they're phasing those out. Right? Apparently, they are phasing out the Elite. Well, not phasing out, but just making them down to edition. limited edition. Yeah. Um, no, I just I just want a Pro. I want a 60 gigabyte Pro, but uh, I I want a Jasper unit. So I'm sending mine off to get repaired because it's free. Is a Jasper unit a non-breaking? Yes, yes. in yes. theory. Yes. Yes. Third generation. Their lower power usage. Um, it's it's lower far beyond third generation at this point. Yeah, the lower power usage, uh, smaller. The CPU and the GPU are on the same chip now. Yeah, and it's it's. Uh, much much smaller chip set and and uh, lower die size. So 
it uses way less power, doesn't get as hot. Yeah. Microsoft has fully come out and said, Red Ring of Death, we've seen the worst. Well, they're get, not doing the, the shipping better. boxes anymore. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yes. That was oh, a rumor. That, that was, was a lot. Yeah, that was just the blatantly false. This is why I shouldn't get all my news from reading people on the forum. Exactly. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, geez, they're not sending us shipping boxes? Wow, I wish I'd done it sooner. And then I went on Xbox.com support, and it's just an option in the yeah. support request. If you talk to all, you do, all you do is you hit, please send me a box. I think that that rumor was just a customer, or someone, a customer service rep didn't offer them the option right off the bat. Because the option they give you right off the bat is you can print a label. Yeah. But if you just go on the site, it's Which just a pull-down menu. I, 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 like, when I said my box, I just printed a label. It's so much faster. You don't have to wait for my But the, yeah, catch, the, the catch is that they can ding you on not packaging it properly. Like, if you don't if you don't put enough padding in or whatever, they, they will they will yeah. refuse to repair it because so the box it. is wrong. Yeah, so yeah. I, I took my box and... I mean, I know how to pack a box, and we have so much shit at work. Do you know how to pack a box? (laughs) So, (laughs) (laughs) very nice. I didn't even think about that when I said it. But uh, the like the shipping time for a uh, shipping box from Microsoft is four business days. Like it's not like you have to wait a long time. Yeah, but your Xbox could be there in that four days if you just fucking send it back yourself. So, are anyone playing anything? Um, I bought Killzone Two this week and have uh, started playing it, and it is very possibly one of the prettiest games I've ever seen. Um, I don't know how much more praise I'm going to be able to give it. Uh, it's it's good. I'm enjoying it. It's a little slow for a shooter and a little more for... Like, the enemies are all look almost exactly like your guys. The only way you can tell it's an enemy is because they have glowing red eyes. Um, it seems to have fixed the problems that I had with Killzone 1, namely the retarded sniper scope and the uh, the inability to climb ladders if you were a heavy guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Can't climb ladders. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's gorgeous. Um, it's possibly a little too Gears of Warzy for me. Um, the my Gears main of Warzy? Gears what? of Warzy. Yeah. <laughs> um, the my main issue with Gears of War was that the pacing of the fights was too slow because enemies could take way more damage. Yeah, than everyone, they, like you could just unload Low an clips. entire clip of ammunition into an enemy and still not take it down. Well, that's if you're um, shooting into the balls and, 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 and shooting in the head, like other people do. Uh, no, no, no. Like, uh, like, you're even, right. like, Everything takes a lot. In longer. Gears of War, it takes a lot yeah. of shots to take anything down. Um, it's it's not as pronounced in Killzone 2. Like, a couple of headshots will take down a Hellgast. Um, but it's still a couple of headshots. Um, they, well, they are a superior race. Well, it, beside the point. Yeah. Yeah. Have um, you ever shot a Hellgast? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it takes a couple. But uh, it, Maybe its brain is in his ass. Yeah. In, in Gears of War, they it, it occurred to me that the way they had paced the battles was basically so that they could wank off their cover system. Yeah. And be like, hey, look, you can take cover and not get shot. And then you can poke your head out from cover and shoot things. And then cover again. And uh, I think... I really I, like when you just pull the gun out. Well, but that's the, sort uh, of... Like, the way that the combat is set up in Gears of War is a bunch of... Basically a bunch of uh, roadblocks that you need to move through at shooting stuff. And if, yeah. if... I mean, the idea is that you can move through cover over the course of a battle. And if enemies aren't giant damage sponges, then it's much simpler. And yeah. It doesn't, yeah. I, I just... I didn't like that pacing. Um, I do like the cover system, though. Killzone 2 has a cover system that's executed more gracefully than Gears of War, because it's a first-person shooter, not a third-person. So you basically... any it, It's the same kind of battle setup. Everything is a series of roadblocks, and you can make your way through. Chest, chest high walls. Over, yeah, yeah. yeah, chest high walls. And you can make your way through each little battleground over the course of the battle, and, and you know, basically inch your way forward through these battle zones, um, taking out your enemies as you go. Um, 
to cover, you just run up to something and hold R2, and then you just duck behind it. And then you can push up on the control stick, and your guy will just, like, put his gun over and shoot. Or you can, uh, and it just does it like the, you Is know, the shift sort of rainbow six perspective. A little bit less tactical. Mm. Um, but it, again, the the pacing of these battle zones is, like, the Hellgast are all over the place, and it's really frenetic on their end. Like, they're all shooting like crazy, and you are, you know, popping up, taking a couple of pot shots, taking one guy, and then hiding again, and then coming up and killing another guy, and then hiding again. And it, I don't know, it, it, I'm not... It's better than Gears of War for pacing, but it's still not as run-and-gun as I like in my first-person shooters. And it's a little too, like, this is where you're supposed to hide. Hide right here. This is the spot you want to hide in. Um, pre stuff. Well, and not, not even that. It's just, like, you, you walk into a room, you can see where the enemies are, you can see where the cover is, and then you can see, like, oh, okay, I'm just going to cover here. Um, and I liked... I don't know. My, my favorite first-person shooter ever to date is still Call of Duty 4, which didn't really have that at all. It's mostly just running gun. All you, all you did was you ran up to a box and you ducked behind it and you hoped to God a grenade didn't fall at your feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was... it. I don't know. It, you being too big a damage sponge and enemies being too big a damage sponge just slows artificially slows battles down. Right, and, and just makes uh, it so that you... And makes, makes the pacing drag. It's like, what am I shooting? You cotton candy out of this thing? Exactly. <laughs> I've got, like, you know, I've got a rocket launcher, but firing the rocket launcher at a guy will only take him down to, you know, two-thirds of his health. But, I mean, like, that's been a problem. Like, I remember commenting, commenting on this in Perfect Dark. I remember playing Perfect Dark, where you just walk up to some guy, on hard mode especially, just pop him, like, five or six times in the head, and he's still up. Yeah. And then Drake's Fortune did the same thing as well. Yeah, I, I didn't find it quite as bad in Drake's Fortune. Drake's so. Fortune 2, apparently, mm-hmm. is supposed to be so much better when it comes to that sort of thing. Mm. Like, people who have armor will obviously take a bit more, yeah. but people who are running out with even, like... Because in the first one, people were running around in, in like, t-shirts. t-shirts and tank tops, and you could pop them, like, six times, and they'd yeah. still be up. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, die already. See, the thing is, I also... I don't mind enemies taking sort of unrealistic amount of amounts of damage if the combat is still quick, right? Like, if you can still get through a battle reasonably quickly, yeah. which you could in, in Drake's Fortune. They yeah. could take lots of shots, but the combat was still over at a fairly rapid pace, whereas uh, Gears of War, to a lesser extent, Killzone 2, the combat is just really slow. You hit a, you hit a room where they want you to have a battle, and you're going to be there for ten minutes fighting things. Yeah. Um, and it, I don't know, it, it's artificially slowing the game down, and I don't like that. So, um, are we even going we're for? coming up to an hour. And we still have that Grams thing if he records and, it, which it sounds like he is, so. And Askler, so, so we want to do, do, we do, we just do a couple Askler. Two questions. Alright, Master Gunner asks, what is your favorite breed of cat and or dog? Did we do that one? I don't think so. No. No, no. we yeah, had this conversation one. before. Oh, whoops. Alright. Yeah. Hey, no, this is where we ended. The answer to that question is Golden Retriever, and anyone who says otherwise is wrong. Russian Blues are awesome. Golden Retriever, <laughs> and anyone who says otherwise is wrong. Huskies! Golden Retriever, Huskies are and anyone who Matt, says otherwise Matt, is Matt, wrong. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't really have favorites, but whatever the exact opposite of what Matt says, Golden Retriever... I don't think you can have an exact... <laughs> yeah, they're no, kind no, of no, not... Yeah, I want not <laughs> Golden Retriever. Yeah, not Golden Retriever. That's my favorite type I, of breed. Uh, I always really liked uh, Standard Poodle. 
like a really? big, big black standard poodle. Hmm. I think look pretty awesome. And they're also hmm. apparently like the smartest dog. Hmm. What? Didn't just for a poodle kind of guy. <laughs> didn't pay you for a poodle kind of guy, is all. Poodle lover. Like, no, like like a big one. You know, well, like, I know like what you're talking poodle. about. Yeah. And, I, and I assume you're not going to, you know, have it trimmed. And yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I just see like, them. Like, I just you don't trim it stupid. Yeah. You know, yeah. And yeah. die. There is actually a reason that they trim their fur the way they do, but. Uh, yeah, it has to do with them being hunting dogs, actually. Yeah, but it's when you just have it like in the city, it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, standard. It's always. It's my my whole family is allergic to um, fur and stuff. So, um, or there's there was it the toy poodles that have um, uh, wool instead of fur. Like they don't. They they actually they don't trigger uh, allergies. Yeah. Anyway, uh, cats. Big fluffy ones. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't even tell you. It's more like it's Siamese cat. cat, cat I have no idea. Of cats, I don't. Cats. I don't actually care about the breed. It's mostly the disposition that makes yeah. it for me. I will yeah. never. That's the same with any animal. Yeah, I love big fat fluffy cats. cats. Yes, big fat fluffy cats are cool. No, but it, but yeah. you. We, why you can never? You're not going to own a cat, but you still have a. You know, the breeds of cats. That are, it's it's cats a cat. Cats, I'm not gonna own one. cats can be you know, like cats can be really really nice and really really just mean. So yeah. and it, and there's a lot of dogs like that too. It's just like cat it's cats. Cats it seems more pronounced somehow. Yeah, uh, I I managed really to depends. they go for the eyes. <laughs> I managed the cats to tolerate that are Kathleen's are cats and they tolerate chill. me. You like Kathleen's cats? I get along with them okay. I would still never own one. You not were even, like not oh, even two dogs. You, you spend more time playing with Kathleen's cats than anybody else. It's just because it's a distraction. I I like playing with. Pets, I still wouldn't want a cat. Yeah. If Kathleen, I had the option between Kathleen's cats or a dog, I would go with dog. Well, of course, day. yeah. Yeah, Kathleen has awesome cats. Like, she has the best cats I've ever encountered, but that still places them an entire Correction. genre of animals below. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. Ugly cats are so ugly. <laughs> oh, God. Whoa, what the hell? Uh, what the fuck is that? Yeah. All right, uh, next question from Elman Shaw. I'm that guy. <laughs> in, rel- uh, in a relatively recent video, Rapid Fire 2, Episode 4. <laughs> Re- Re- relative uh, is, I guess, relative, relative. to this thread. Yes. Uh, so in that, in that advert, uh, how tempted were you to lock Morgan in the cupboard? Uh, funny, funny story. That was shot um, right after uh, the Saw video. Yeah. So we had all this chain and locks. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And so uh, I believe at least I believe Matt did hold the door closed for a while. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did lock Morgan in that cupboard. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it wasn't really a successful operation though. I think Morgan pretty much busted out pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. So Where yes, is- you know us well. And the rest of the question: Have you ever been so paranoid that when something you think Wait. Okay. Have you ever been so paranoid that when something you think always, uh, you when something you think turns out think is one thing turns out to be another? Do you believe that you've been transported to a parallel dimension? Yes. I uh, just say yes because I want to go to a parallel okay. dimension. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it's sure. when, it's basically when you when something you think is happening is, or something you think is entirely wrong. Instead of believing that you're wrong, do you believe that you're transported to a parallel dimension? Where day is night and night is day. Yeah. It's like, I cannot be wrong, this must be a parallel dimension. I don't no, think that's no, about being questions. paranoid. I think we should do one more. Can I butter you all in olive juice and feed you to the zombie bears? Of course. Uh, no? Point of note. Matt, you can do that to Matt. If yes. you're, if you're, we'll if you're covering, up, covering us in olive juice, you're not exactly buttering us. What? It's, why olive juice? Like, 
all of all of juice isn't isn't something that bears or zombies would go for. I would I would say like you know brain honey or something. Or <laughs> Salmon, sam- yeah, think, salmon brains. That would be salmon it. Salmon brains. Yeah, Smoke salmon brains. Smoke salmon brains. Olive oil is a healthy alternative to CS fluid. You know, like, smoke salmon. All right. Uh, I think that's pretty much it for. Sorry, we didn't do too much asking. Yeah, we were too busy question. talking. Oh, fine. <laughs> yes, he was trying to sign off. Uh, what would you do for a red high def camera besides pay for it? Steal one. Kill a man. Kill a man, actually. Yeah. I would yeah. not kill a man for it. I would not kill a... I would really... I I would really like to try a red high-def high camera. Like, I don't I don't quite know whether they would work for our, our setup. Mm. Just because it's like... It's such a order a, of magnitude beyond what we're, what we're working we, But it's so good. Honestly, the thing we need right now, more than anything, to I think to improve the quality of our videos is better lighting like yeah. more professional and lighting. uh That's these things called actors you know <laughs> yeah. better acting like, i think yeah i mean our camera wise our videos look as good as they need to be we're yeah. shooting in high def it's it doesn't really get but it's not going to get any better on the internet anymore. and it's, uh, it's certainly not going to get any better until we can do other things and it's, it's, it's getting a better camera at this point is just going to accent the things that we're weak on well yeah i mean the, the one thing that a better camera like if we get a camera that can actually do real depth of field stuff yes yeah. cool, but um, well, we can do that with, but the uh, <laughs> like the big the, the thing with lighting is we actually like I mean we've got bunches of lights, but it's just you have to transport them. To oh yeah, I mean I'm not, I'm not saying that it's necessarily practical for us to do it yeah. right now. I but mean, it, it's we, true. We there's a bunch of things we could do to to clean up our videos just from having watched our stuff versus some other things of late. Um, but the amount of time commitment to make those changes is beyond what we're able to do. Yeah. So it's I think I think like in, back to the the red thing I think I would really like to have a friend who has a red camera just so we I could like yeah. borrow it and play with it. Uh, I don't know like because if I if we actually bought one then I would feel sort of obligated to be doing you know crazy uh, film video stuff yeah. which uh, I I am definitely definitely paying close attention to the red scarlet though mm. because uh, that might be a little bit more in our range although it's still yeah, quite, e- quite expensive but. It would be a little bit more like in the realm of possibility. Yeah. Also, taking a look at the red um, epic, the one that instead of like oh, a camera like this, retarded. it's a camera like this what? because the CCD is uh, like twenty inches across. What? <laughs> and it records at uh, like fifty. Uh, 50 mil, something crit. I don't know. It, it records at, at, like, just stupid, stupid high resolution. And it's, it's like you hold, it's got, like, a handle on each side. And you point it like that. And there's, the CCD is, like, that big. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. It's ridiculous. Anyway. How much uh, is it? Uh, they, they haven't even announced it. They don't, they don't, yeah. They if you have to ask. So, like, yeah. Your firstborn son. Because it's the thing, the thing that red is, the thing... Red has got the advantage, though, right? Because what they're competing against is 35 millimeter, which, like, a crap camera, 35 millimeter, is like $125,000. So, even if they charge, you know, not that, you know, if they charge $200,000 for the camera, it's still not that bad a deal. <laughs> when they have the Reds that are, well, like, 30000 One thing about the Red is is a friend, uh, friends of my, my dad who live in Vancouver, they actually own one. Um, Mm. And he says, um, and we're asking him, yeah, yeah, it must be so much cheaper compared to the other stuff. He says, yes, but no. And uh, the reason he said no is uh, because he says that 
all like yes, the base camera itself in relative is is like a lot cheaper, but it's all the accessories and all the other stuff you have to get. And apparently, I think the I think it's the base red doesn't come with a a it's what's it a it, yeah, well, it's like the, all, the, even the, the view like it's like the, the, all the, the, modular. The, yeah, all yeah, 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 yeah. It, it doesn't have the proper like film camera viewfinder, and I think you have to buy that separately. And like like he says. I forget how much he spent on it, but uh, like all the additions he spent on, it, he's he's probably spent like it's like, like uh, almost, almost as much as the base camera. Right? Yeah, yeah, in accessories. Like he, yeah, he says like he, he's got like the other things and all the other stuff. So it's so yeah, you. I mean, yeah, yes, it is cheaper, but uh, not quite think, as much. Think quite, of quite the accessories. Cheaper. Like think that through first, yeah. kind of thing. All right, uh, now this podcast is actually ending. Uh, so yeah. This was the video. This was the podcast. Indeed, James. Do we have an exit strategy here? No, I don't think you're not going to be combined our powers. Right. Well what? Enough. We didn't combine. No, I think we combined our powers well enough. We talked for goddamn long enough. Yeah, yeah we combined our powers just to do a podcast, not actually the video part. Yeah. Yeah. By our yeah. powers combined, this was the Loading Ready Run podcast. Yeah, yeah. You cut out halfway through that.